Welcome back to this very spooky Nintendo Ooh. Dispatch. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, of course, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the wide, wide spooky world of Nintendo. <laughs> I'm James Mots Montemagno. And I am Michael the Pumpkin King Rivet. Oh, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Our special holiday extravaganza. Yeah. Are you going out? Are you going out tonight? Uh, I actually stay home for the trick-or-treaters. I love getting all the trick-or-treaters. So they uh, they love Malik. They love seeing him. And it's funny, like, I'll have the kids coming up to get the candy or whatever. And Malik will pick, like, stick his big head out. And they'll go, oh, oh. <laughs> they all, like, make these. They all make the same face. They're like, oh, it's, oh, when he, Uh-oh. like, gets too close because he's so much bigger than them. So it's pretty cool. And it's cool seeing yeah. all the costumes and, and I mean, you've been, you've seen the house, you, you know, the neighborhood and the, it just is like a mob scene of people, you know, c- like dressed up coming down the, down the street. Oh yeah. And I want to make sure people know Malik is your dog. Uh, so people know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Malik is my dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, that's pretty cool. We've lived in apartments for the last several years, so we don't really get to experience uh, trick-or-treating at all uh, we mm-hmm. don't go out well, i would love to be able to do that like get a big bucket and, and do you know give away the, the the toothbrushes and the 50 cent pieces to the kiddos apples apples bananas <laughs> uh, i mean i love uh, it the, the very first year it happened though i was not prepared i was working late and i got home and holy bejesus there was people everywhere and uh i i didn't have anything i i had to give like cans of tuna out because i didn't have anything in the house at the moment and then i jumped in the car and ran to the store to buy bags of candy because i couldn't believe i had never experienced that many people trick-or-treating and you know what they do is they know what the day of the trick-or-treating is so walgreens jacks up the price of oh, the candy yeah. just for that triple day. price <laughs> uh, do you have a halloween costume are you uh your favorite splatoon character no, no, I don't have a costume. I could, I could pull out the caveman costume that I used to wear. Maybe I'll bring that back around. It's probably all mothy and now because it was in the garage. But no, I don't typically have a costume that I wear. Okay, okay. Well, that'd be quite interesting. Next year, we'll have to get you in some sort of Nintendo-inspired costume. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Like a, a Princess Peach, maybe, or a, a Bowser. I don't know. What's that peach browse? What's the thing everyone? Oh yeah, st- yeah. Well, I I don't know. Uh, I don't get it. I I don't I don't bra- browse that browse something like that. Browse Alita, something like that. Maybe that's what my costume will be. Well, browse Alita. All right. Well, let's get into the news, Michael. So much news. All the news for one game. We have thirty-eight oh. minutes of Super Smash Bros. <laughs> no, that's a Nintendo Direct coming soon to a youtube stream near you but let's actually first kick it off with some maybe rumor mills maybe we'll find out very soon uh the first thing that is coming out about smash bros ultimate as we all know comes out in like a month which is crazy like just get this into my switch already like preload that thing get it (laughs) they're saying that smash bros ultimate will support up to 32 players online uh this is what uh is coming out from the japanese retailer geo uh, basically, they've started to even distribute a pamphlet to let them know um, that how to get excited about it, that they're, you know, like it's claiming 32 players on le- online, um, that there's some other types of unannounced modes like online tournaments and other matches and all these things can do 32 players. And of course, Nintendo has no official announcements at all. To me, this would be pretty 
bananas because I remember in the last match was like those huge, huge um, stages that you could just fit so many people in. Now, the question I have would be, can Nintendo figure out how to get 32 players all playing at the same time together with no lag? <laughs> I don't know. That remains to be seen. But I mean, it, like you said, it, it's not official. So who knows, right? I mean, we don't we don't know. This could even be something that's going to be announced soon. I, I don't know. Um, I think it could be fun. Maybe like a Super Smash Brothers Battle Royale. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what it's rem- reminding me of. I, other than that, other than some special thing i can't imagine 32 players on the tv at once because that just seems crazy you know what you're ready for is what they do is there's 32 players but then you all get into a school bus that's flying over the stage (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and then you have to dive down and find some random tool or or like instrument of death in the uh in the arena you grab one of the bats you grab a bats or bat or a pokeball and boom you're good to go (laughs) yeah it'll be interesting to see 32 players that's got to be a lot right that's going to be hard to to maintain you're going to watch that your your eyes are going to be bleeding i love it yeah so in other smash brothers news there is maybe some new characters about to be revealed they started putting out the marketing material and allegedly this marketing material is showing characters that have not already been confirmed so somebody definitely may have screwed up here it's a massive banner that features all of the characters that we've already seen you know like that's on the side of the game and things like that and this shows shadow the hedgehog banjai kazooie ken masters mock rider geno gino 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 chorus kids so more characters i don't care about i'm only gonna play as pikachu but there you go there's more leaked characters now do you think this is gonna be something we also hear about very shortly yeah, I like how they, they put Ken Masters, you know, because everyone knows Ken's last name from Street Fighter. <laughs> Ken Masters. Ken Masters. Uh, I'd be in for Gino. Gino is one of my favorite characters from uh, Super Mario RPG, The Legend of the Seven Stars, one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Um, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. All the characters, why not give them to me? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm only going to play the one. Like, I, I mean, it'd be definitely cool to fight these characters, but Pikachu that's that's my that's my character that's who i go with she's gonna bring out the pink stuff little jigglypuff gonna sleep on you it's always gonna be like those original characters that's only things people are playing yeah well there is one person that can almost play the game early because uh you remember that little super smash bros ultimate switch bundle that's coming out michael i sure do yeah well somebody already got one and sold it on ebay Yeah, (laughs) probably pretty, probably pretty fair price. I would imagine if they did sell it on eBay. Yes. For the suggested retail value of one thousand and ninety five dollars. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Why would anybody buy this? I don't know. To be the person that has it. That's it. I guess. Is that worth the thousand dollars? No, because you can't even play it yet. You can't even play it because while it does have a special edition Joy-Con and dock, it's just a download code, so it's not like you get. You can't download <laughs> you just it. Can't yet. even do anything with it. So you paid all this money for something somebody's gonna have the first day it comes out anyway, and paid drastically less. Do you think it's a hoax though? Like that, I could see somebody says, "Oh no, no, I've got this," and it's just like a gray version that they just kind of 
did some some fancy Photoshop too, and thousand dollars later, you're getting a box of rocks at your house. Mm, I don't know. I think it's real. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah. Like I, a media version of it, so people can see it and take pictures and play it or something. Yeah, or you know, they're maybe off the supply chain. You know, they're starting mm-hmm. to make them, and one you know, one just falls off a truck. Wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. Well, we will be getting some more official Smash Brothers Ultimate news because they have announced there's going to be another direct and you don't have to wait long because it's on the 1st of November. So that's right. Another Super Smash Brothers direct. Now, if you're in Europe, it's at 2 p.m. And if you're in North America, it's 7 a.m. Um, or 10 a.m. Eastern time. So. We're going to get more news. I think they were saying already that it's about 45 minutes long of new news. 40, I, I, mean, I don't even need to play the game. I, I know everything about it. You know, when you uh, when you watch a trailer, like a movie trailer, it's like three minutes. and But it's all of the best parts. I've already seen the movie. I don't need to give you any money now. So it's like they've already... You've already played the entire game, Sakurai. What more do you want from us? You've already well, done do all of need? it. I don't even understand. I've never and and I know I'm a minority on this, but I have never been more like over a game before it's even come out. <laughs> They've taken my excitement from the initial E3 and just just like crushed it into the ground. I'm not even excited for the game anymore. I don't even care about this game any longer. I, I don't understand the hype anymore. In for two. <laughs> now something that is kind of cool that i i think is cool and i'm sure you think it is too is that recently there was a japanese auction that revealed a nintendo's first wii remote but it was for the gamecube that's so cool so it's so crazy so over the weekend there was a an auction and the it was for a wii remote the nunchuck and the whole thing except it was for gamecube it sold on yahoo auctions for 74,000 yen which is about 663 dollars in the u.s and uh it's got the same button layout it looks very similar with the nunchuck and the sensor bar and all of the different things that you're used to seeing um but it it wasn't for the Wii. It was actually their kind of prototype where they were working on it and it was meant to be for the GameCube. Um, one of the differences is that like the nunchucks and everything are hardwired in, um, but it's it's pretty, pretty cool. I, I, I don't know. I think it's uh, I would be it would kind of neat. This is something that I think would be kind of neat to own as opposed to the bundle that's coming out. You know what I mean? Like this is something where it is, you know, it's it's very rare. Yeah, I'm curious. So the the cool thing is the sensor bar plugs into the GameCube memory card slot mm-hmm. and the nunchuck is like wired in via Ethernet or hardwired or something weird. And that one looks exactly the same, like one to one. So I'm curious if this was maybe <clears throat> like they had a dev machine for the Wii that was in the GameCube oh, yeah. kit or was this a kind of end of life for the GameCube um like maybe middle middle life that was like oh maybe we can do this brand new cool thing and expand it and they're like now nah, let's make a br- brand new because this thing is falling over you know yeah i i was wondering the same thing i was thinking it was some sort of test machine like they just used a gamecube for that purpose um i don't, I don't know it's it's still kind of cool it's kind of cool to see sort of 
before it happened sort of um, behind the scenes. I think that's pretty awesome. Now there is some, you know, you, cause you can say, Oh, maybe this is fake or maybe somebody mocked it up, but way forwards game development director, James Montagna, he actually tweeted that he remembers this. He remembers seeing these back in the day, back when it was still known as Nintendo revolution. And he just added some legitimacy. He even had some photos that he shared on Twitter and stuff like that. So he definitely is, um, you know, says, yeah, yeah, this was, this was a thing. So cool. I mean, I want, I, t- I yeah. would totally, I don't know if I'd spend $700, but if I was a collector, I would totally be into it. Oh yeah. If you were a collector, I feel like that's a small price to pay for some sort of Nintendo, um, you know, memorabilia. Yeah. Well, you know, talking about the GameCube, our next news story is that the Nintendo switch has just outsold the GameCube officially crushing it lifetime yes <laughs> the uh nintendo switch we talked about earlier um in the podcast early on and it outsold the wii u's 13.6 million units uh, but now it has officially surpassed gamecube's 21.7 million units everyone's favorite little cube with a handle and the switch mm-hmm. is selling has sold over 22 million units nintendo just did a uh large um yeah i guess it maybe was kind of uh, smaller press release about basically their numbers that they have, which is always nice for us to update on the podcast. Um, now what's interesting here is that it, the next one for them to overcome is going to be the Nintendo 64 at 33 million, which I, I'm pretty sure they'll crush. And then the, Wii is sitting at 101 million units, the NES and SNES fall somewhere in between there. I need to look those up, but the next in line is for it to overcome the N64. Now, of course I love the GameCube. I have a GameCube in my closet over here. I recently repurchased one for it to sit in my closet. And uh, and I do love it. It is my favorite uh, cube with a handle that, that also plays video games. So uh, it's kind of cool to see my new favorite console kind of uh, shine here. Uh, but at the same time, while things are good, 22 million units is solid. You know, it's all not pie in the sky for Nintendo just yet. Um, Nintendo, you know, did put a goal that in this fiscal year, so their fiscal year always ends March 31st, they want to reach 20 million new sales in that year. So what's intriguing here is that while they have now per- surpassed 22 million, their last quarter, they did, they did 3.19 million. And be- before that, the quarter was about 2 million. So they're only sitting at 5.07 million for the financial fiscal year. That means they need to move 15 million more in the next five or so months uh, to actually reach their goal. Now, in comparison, let me throw some more numbers at you. Last holiday season, they sold 7.23 million. So they would have to double what they did last holiday. But if, as we know, it was pretty much sold out everywhere last holiday. So I don't know mm-hmm. how you feel about the numbers, I still think good, but I don't know what this gonna this fall is gonna do. Well, you know, first I guess first up is the congratulations to them for hitting the twenty two. I mean, that's still awesome. I, they've got some big titles coming out this holiday season. You have Pokemon and Smash Brothers, and they've got the supplies in the stores. I fifteen million is a huge number. But you have huge games coming out. So I do think they're going to push a lot. I'm thinking you'll definitely see five. 
by the end of the by the end of the year, maybe 10. I don't know if they'll hit the 15 though. That that is a lot of units to sell. But uh, Pokémon, man, it's it's hard <laughs> to predict with Pokémon, I think. I think you know, cuz this is this is global, right? It's not mm-hmm. it's it, you have huge amount of people that are going to be jumping on Pokémon. Pokémon that's I, I'm I'm trying to I've been wondering though is the fact that this isn't a core Pokemon going to help or hurt because you have all these people coming from Pokemon Go which blew the doors off of Pokemon opened it up to a whole another group of people that have never played it before are these people going to now buy the Switch to play this version of Pokemon are people that are hardcore Pokemon fans going to buy this version of Pokemon or the Switch? considering it's not a core like is it a wash you know the ones that you gained did you lose so i i don't know but i think everybody's gonna love smash brothers so i i don't know do you think they're gonna hit the 15 million it is a huge number it is a big number i believe that we will see a lot of bundles coming out this year that include Mm -hmm. a a game you know from the game stops and the best buys of the world you know black friday is coming up pretty soon cyber monday I think it'll definitely push some serious um, some serious units, mostly because I, I don't there's not going to be a new Super NES Classic or N64 Classic or anything like that. You know, nothing has come out from those rumors that we had a few weeks ago. Uh, so that means this is the primary console. And I think that we're in a good place with these games coming out, specifically Pokemon and Smash, like you're talking about where perhaps they'll do a bundle where they throw in Mario Kart or they throw in mm-hmm. you know, something else. Uh, we, whatever the, we, the, the, we get the, the one, two switch, for instance, you know, there's something free can slap it in there for that two ninety nine price point. And I believe this is going to be the year in this holiday season. Now that is the second holiday season where, um, families, that maybe had one, maybe are picking up another one for another child or expanding the Switch collection. So the possibility is high to do really well. I think it's going to sell a boatload, which means that if you want one, you should go to the store and just buy one right now. (laughs) Do you think they're going to lower any sort of like last minute sale on it? To lower the price. No, you don't think they'll do a price drop yet? How I, I like the idea of the bundle. Is the Fortnite bundle the first game bundled in with the switch that they've done for this console so that is the first bundle that didn't cost more mm-hmm. and had extras right because fortnite is free but sure. it had free extra good stuff that you would spend the money on where there's was a mario tennis bundle there's the diablo bundle there is but you pay for it you pay for it. Splatoon bundle, but you pay the $60 extra. Whereas if I go to the store and I see oh the Xbox, and it's kind of weird, right? Oh, the Xbox is $200 and this one is $370. You're like, eh, like that seems, or $360. It seems not quite as good as if it's just, yeah. you know, $299, you know, just sitting there and you get something free. People like free stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe we'll see some more of that bundle of goodness for the season. Then I, I hope they hit it. I mean, it's doing it's doing awesome. Uh, speaking of more numbers, we have some information for Starlink. We talked about it a little bit last week um, with your missing game. But the UK chart figures have come out for the week ending the 20th of October. And it's kind of revealing that it's a slow start for the game, unfortunately. The, so everybody knows it's Ubisoft and it's a toys to life game. And it entered the charts in the 14th 
spot. So that's, you know, it's not the greatest place to be. Um, but the Star Fox content that's exclusive to Switch really helped Nintendo because 82% of the sales were made on the Switch, which is huge. And then PS4 got around 10%, Xbox One got around another 9%. Um, I think Ubisoft was hoping for something a little bit bigger, though. I think it should have been a little kicked up there, you know. Um, but just to put some stuff in perspective, we have some of the other top 10 for the for that week in the number one spot. I don't think it's a surprise, but was Call of Duty, Black Ops 3. Then you have FIFA 19, Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, Spider-Man, Forza Horizon 4. I mean, some huge titles here. Lego, DC, Super Villains. Then you got Super Mario Party in at seventh. Soul Calibur. Crash Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So huge, huge heavy hitters battling it out right now. Yeah, and to be honest, we talked about it. This game didn't have a lot of uh, marketing behind it. It just kind of trickled out there, and it makes sense that the Switch version would do so well because of the Star Fox tie-in. If you already owned an Xbox and or a PlayStation and a Switch, and you wanted this game, of course you're going to buy it on the Switch because it has all that good stuff, all that the, the Star Fox stuff. Yeah, I just I I think it came out at the bad time. Mm -hmm. You know, I, yeah. I don't think right now is the time for it. You just have Red Dead uh uh Redemption. What is it? Revolve Re Redemption coming out. Revolver. Like that's gonna, that's huge. You know, and you've got all these games that are out right now. Like you said, Tomb Raiders and the there's just so many big games. Spider-Man, Assassin's Creed, like it Starlink's got a lot of competition and it doesn't have any sort of um like heritage to it or anything that people are looking for in that game mm, yeah that, yeah i think if it was a release title oh my goodness what would it would have done so well yeah that would have been a perfect you know like or we're after the holiday when it starts going into the slump if this mm. game popped out and it, it was like that would that would have done huge because everybody would have been it would have been a dry spell yeah yeah sometimes it's it's all timing it's all timing yeah. uh well, apparently, though, some other things going well, even though perhaps Starlink not doing the best, is that uh, Nintendo's president, Shuntaro Furukawa-san, Furukawa -san, I'm going to get his name right one of these days, uh, did a little announcement that saying, hey, uh, just so you guys know, Nintendo Switch Online crushing it. Uh, selling extremely well uh, from uh, from the, the statement here. And what's intriguing is that more than 50% of all Nintendo subscribers have gone with the annual plan rather than the lower increments, which makes absolute sense. So that's, yeah. I mean, it's good <laughs> in general. And this seems to be a, a generating uh, some money for them. So, so go for it. More games. Um, that's I would love to see like what, how many people, you know, how many, they know the number of how many switches sold, how many of those switches now have a plan to cover it once it gets once the number gets bigger once it's five million or ten million people i think they'll, they'll talk about it but i don't think they're going to talk about it for a while i bet it's not doing yeah. absolutely spectacular it's not impressive enough yeah I, yeah i mean that's the thing if you're playing any games online you're going to want it though i think even though a lot of people said oh it's not really necessary to get nintendo switch online i'm like yeah but if you're playing one of the most popular games mario kart and you want to play it online which has sold like 10 million copies you're gonna need to pay the monies so and splatoon mm -hmm. i mean hello 
just saying. Just think about it. Okay. <laughs> hello. Uh, hello. Splatoon. It's a little game. Really popular. Um, now, there is always some confusion about the online. We know that Fortnite, Paladins, those free-to-play games don't require the Nintendo Switch online membership. Now, there is a little bit of confusion uh, that Blizzard has clarified up for us uh, about Diablo's 3 uh, online play. There's kind of two modes. There's the normal online multiplayer, but they have the seasons mode where you can unlock special in-game achievements, obtain you know exclusive cosmetic gear, pets, portraits, and things. They want to make sure everyone knows if you play online, the online multiplayer, you have to have it. If you want to pay, play seasons mode, you don't have to have it. I mean, the logic doesn't check out at all, but that there you go. Is there, I mean, seasons mode, it just has like in-game achievements and stuff, right? It's not as, there's no multiplayer or anything like that from what I understand. It's just like you can earn thing for your game in, for your, in your like, for the game, pets, portraits, wings, things like that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess that's good that that's free. I would imagine it would be. You wouldn't have to pay to do that kind of stuff, but people want to play this for multiplayer, so... You just get the stinking like, yeah. online. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it could be confusing because when you think of Paladins or Fortnites, there's all the it's only online and then there's all the the current quests or things you're trying to do where this one, the seasons mode, you kind of have to be connected to online to get this stuff. So mm-hmm. that's the confusion is. Sure. When do you need it? I could definitely see that that's going to be an issue for a little while. Like Nintendo doesn't do a great job of clarifying how that kind of stuff works. And it does seem like a lot of it's open to the developer. Yeah. Yeah. So they can kind of jump back and forth and say, well, this one's going to be, you know, free. And this one you have to have online for. So it is confusing. Yeah. We have some news for the games and one of those I've actually been following for a while is Ark Survival Evolved. Um, and it's coming out on the Switch. I, I knew it was going to happen, but we've never gotten an actual date. Well, Studio Wildcard has finally confirmed it for us, and it will be on the Switch on the 30th of November. So if you if you don't know Ark, um, basically you are dropped on this island and you can tame dinosaurs and you can conquer enemies and create structures and kind of it's a survival game where you're trying to, you know, just survive on this island and get by. You can either play alone or you can play with up to um, I, I don't remember the exact number, but you can play online with friends. I think it's more of like a multi um online game i don't know if it's massively multi i don't know if there's a cap for the actual servers have you played this before i haven't i've seen a lot of people playing it on twitch and things like that but i never necessarily got into it but i'm now intrigued because i have it on my switch i'm always intrigued when anything is on my switch yeah if it's on the switch it makes me more excited um it will be available in both physical and digital for 50 dollars. not bad Talking about some more games that I'm pretty excited are coming to the Switch, uh, Capcom has announced on Twitter, where the best announcements happen, that three Resident Evil games are headed to the Nintendo Switch, because why not bring more Resident Evil goodness? Everyone's favorite Resident Evil itself, the original, is coming, Resident Evil Zero, and my personal favorite, and may I say the best Resident Evil game ever made, Resident Evil 4, is coming sometime in 2019. 
Uh, so I'm going to buy that. It just Resident Evil 4. I don't need the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it. I would definitely play it. I mean, it would be nice if it was out, you know, today or tomorrow so that we can enjoy it for the holidays. But I love a good Resident Evil during Christmas time. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> now, another game that I'm really a big fan of is Dragon Quest Builders. We, we talked about this, I think, a couple of times. Well, the sequel will be coming out very, very shortly. It's actually slated for the 20th of December in Japan and sometime in 2019 for the rest of us. But the big news is that we now get four players at once. So we get a little bit of multiplayer going on in there. And I think this is awesome because... You're going to be able to build things faster. You're going to be able to build larger structures. You're going to be able to do more, obviously, with those people. It can create a little bit of confusion. So what they're doing is they're allowing players to change their appearance and they're going to have a vehicle so everybody can kind of like, you know, ride around together, which is kind of fun. There is no mention as to whether or not this is online or local or a combination of both. So I'm excited for it. Now, some sad news, though, in our game section, uh, Bethesda, friends of the show, uh, they have confirmed, unfortunately, that they will not be bringing Fallout 76 to the Switch. Uh, now, Bethesda has done some major games and great ports by uh, Panic Button. But in a panel at PAX Australia, the Switch is something that they say with certainty that it's part of every single conversation they have when they go into development of a game. And if the game will work on it, they want to bring it to every possible platform. However, Fallout 76 is not coming to Switch because it just wasn't doable. That's what they said in quotes, doable. But honestly, there's no game in development that we've ever had a conversation about bringing to the Switch. This Does this work on the Switch? Do you have a plan to bring it to the Switch? It's not a mandate. Everything that they develop, they want to bring to the Switch. It's not a money thing. It's not a whatever. It just is it a viable platform to bring uh, it over and does what does it make sense? Can they do it? Um, so that's the thing. So they said, yeah, confirmation, Fallout 76, Elder Scrolls Online won't be released on the Switch, um, but they are teasing that other games will be. Dun, dun, dun. So we'll see. Mm. I, I'm not really surprised. I mean, I, I didn't really expect Fallout 76 on there. Yeah, I think it's okay. Do you think anybody did? Nah, I don't think anyone did. I think it's okay. There's enough stuff coming. It's okay. So it's okay not to have every single game, just you know, most of them. <laughs> so well, we have to be realistic. I mean, we do know that the Switch is limited in its capabilities. You know, when you have a game that's like that, it I mean, come on, there there's definitely gonna be some stuff that just can't run on it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one thing that I am excited for because it's running great. The latest update coming next week, Splatoon 2 version 4.2.0, only because, Michael, it has one of the coolest weapons that I've ever seen in my entire life, the Ultra Stamp. <laughs> have you seen this thing? I have seen this thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, so cool. So cool. It's a big, ginormous, like, squishy hammer thing. I love it. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of, like, uh donkey kong when you get yeah. the hammer just running and it's like doom 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 in front of you it's kind of like that it's just this giant hammer <laughs> i'm in i'm so in i cannot wait to update splatoon 2 i'm gonna get back into it just for this now did you speaking of splatoon 2 i mean the hall the halloween thing I, we never really talked i don't even know if it was on i like i, th I feel like i totally missed it yeah, it was on. It happened. I totally forgot who won or anything. Oh, I didn't even look at it. Yeah, I'm yeah it's funny because like, they make the announcements that they come out and then 
that's that's all the time they talk about it. They're just like, oh, it's going to happen in two weeks. And then we never hear about it. And I always miss the actual event when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> um, all right. So this is kind of cool. We we mentioned it briefly a little while back. It's a new accessory that's coming out. We mentioned that Nerf, the um, Hasbro is coming out with a Fortnite themed Nerf blaster. And we've got news that the ARL blaster is going to arrive the 1st of June for $50. The blaster has 10 dart clip, a motorized rapid fire setting, and flip up sights. So it sounds pretty amazing. It sounds pretty intense. Yeah, it's going to be pretty intense. Each one comes with 20 elite darts. I, I don't even want plain darts if... I want elite darts, uh, and it's powered by four AA batteries. I'm going to just hook a car battery right up to it, and thing will be shooting like crazy. Uh, Hasbro does plan, if if one, if just the AR-11 isn't enough for you, Hasbro has plans to reveal a full Nerf Fortnite lineup due before the holiday season. So we're going to have a whole bunch of these bad boys coming out uh you know just just hide 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 for safety because it's going to be crazy out there kids they got to get these out earlier though i mean sick it's it's a half a year away what is going yeah, on know. come on this is this needs to be like they're announcing them by the holiday season there's nothing i want more in my christmas stocking than an announcement about something i can get six more months down the road <laughs> It's, it's a bummer. You know what? I would I would love a Splatoon, like all the Splatoon weapons. And they they did come out with some. They're like the Super Soakers. They they came out with um, like uh, you know, like the Super Soaker water guns. They came out with Splatoon themed Super Soakers. I so I mean, I guess soakers. that makes sense. But I want Nerf blasters. I don't want, yeah. you know, that that's something I can do inside. It office parties don't love if you pull out the super soaker and start hosing people down from 10 feet away i don't want it's that now it's frowned upon <laughs> oh frank ruined another laptop but he's so funny that guy great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i got him <laughs> so anyway we're gonna move on to the best sellers now for this week as always we cover the top 10 for the week and in the number one spot is super mario party followed by dark souls remastered and the third, Starlink Battle for Atlas. And number four, we have Okami. Number five is Undertale. Number six, we have Overcooked 2. Seven is Minecraft. Number eight, Jackbox Party Pack 5. Bit of a surprise. Number nine is Hollow Knight. And number 10 is Stardew Valley. Now we have some new contenders that didn't quite make the top 10, but they're in the top 30. And that is My Hero One's Justice in the 13th spot. Just Dance 2019, 17th spot. And Drift Legends, 22. So Just Dance, I mean, that you had to have contributed to putting that in the 17th spot. Yeah, that was me. I did it. You're welcome. <laughs> it was you single-handedly. You bought so many versions of it. So many versions. I was. It was all, yeah, what can I say? That, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do for the people. Yeah. Ah, well, this week, Michael, we got some new releases totally happening. You can yeah. go pick them up for yourself. No. Um, no, I yeah, I'm definitely, there's a couple I'm getting. All right, Michael, let's get into the brand new releases for this week, October 29th through November 4th. There are a whole bunch of holiday games coming out. And I call them holiday games because you will know as soon as I say them. 
The first one is Hasbro Game Night, Monopoly, Risk, and Trivial Pursuit, all in one game for $60, Michael. I love it. Family Game Night. Family Game Night, I'm in. Now, what's cool here is that you can... If you don't like Trivial Pursuit, if you're like me, you don't have to go all in on it. You can go ahead and buy them separate digitally for $20. Any of those spark your interest? Yeah, I'm totally going to get Risk, actually. I, I love that game, and I believe there's a demo with Risk. There may be a demo with all of them. I'm not sure, um, but I did read that Risk was going to have a demo, so I'm going to download that, try it out. From the photos and the videos I've seen of the game, it looks pretty good, and... Uh, I'm just a sucker for those strategy games. So that is one I'm eyeing for sure. Nice. Well, if you want more games, there is Amer- <laughs> there is more from Ubisoft, our good friends at Ubisoft. America's greatest game shows, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy with an exclamation point at the end. Um, this, again, is a bundle. So you get two games for the price of two at $40. Again, you can buy those separately for $20 each. So if you hate Jeopardy, but love Wheel of Fortune, boom, or vice versa. Uh, what else do we have? Well, Ubisoft is back yet again with Sports Party. It's sort of Wii Sports Resort in party form where you can do all sorts of things like frisbee and jet ski and golf and skateboarding. And that's going to be uh, 40 bones. Now, more exciting to me, though, is Mutant Football League Dynasty Edition coming out both physical and digital for $30. And uh, some really cool games uh, coming from Xseed, Gal Metal World Tour Edition, and uh, also Tamawari, the Long Night Collection for $40. But if you're like me, Michael, and you love Harry Potter, and you love Lego, you can get the Lego Harry Potter Collection for $50. That's going to have all your Lego Harry Potter needs. I think that's going to be a hit. I've, yeah. I've never I've never really played the Lego games. I've always heard great things about them and the little things I've seen about them are they're super cute, but uh I mean, come on, Harry Potter and Legos, it's it's going to be a hit on the Natural Switch. natural fit. Uh <laughs> a few few more for you October 31st, Deathmark for $50, but more importantly, the big two, Michael, no, not more Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. I'm talking Diablo 3 Eternal Collection. We've only talked about it for the last 18 months. Totally out now on the Switch on November 2nd for $60. And one of my favorite games possibly of all time being remastered for the Nintendo 3DS, Luigi's Mansion for $40. Ooh, scary. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Thanks. So moving on to the digital downloads. October 30th, we have Save the Light for $25. Then we go on to October 31st. The big Halloween is Hidden Folks for $15. Knock Knock for $7. Numbala for $8. And on the first, we have Kitty Love. Way to look for love. And Machinarumi or Machinarium, Machinarium, I think is it for 10. Transistor for 20. And then on the second, we have Swap This. So of the digital downloads, anything standing out to you? Well, Machinarium is a critically acclaimed ah, game. I <laughs> still just... think Machinarami is. <laughs> Is good. Uh, obviously, a go-to that everyone should just be buying is Transistor. Uh, phenomenal game from Supergiant Games. Friends of the show. 
creators of Bastion, uh, super amazing sci-fi themed RPG, uh, Transistor, 20 Bones. Pick that up, Michael. Buy it. Yep. Transistor is a must buy for me. Um, I'm getting that for sure. And then there's Risk, like I mentioned. I'm also really interested. It's not one I'm going to buy, but I think it's worth calling out because it's so interesting, but it's Nambala. It's an $8 game geared for kids. The idea is that you're you're on an adventure to save a dog um, and you're chasing the mysterious space whale. But what's really interesting about it is that it's cognitive training designed to teach kids math. And I, I just, it's beautifully done. The style of it is like beautiful illustration style. Um, and then the game has been designed in cooperation with neuroscientists and tested on more than a hundred kids to kind of really refine the gameplay and really to, to get this learning process down. It, it just seems really, really interesting to me. And I kind of like that it's, it's not just, um, we've seen games come out on the Switch and for other consoles in the past that are focused on, you know, children of maybe like like a younger child age. And they're just usually look like such terrible games. But this one, this one has a lot of time put into it, it looks like. And it's just really beautiful. So for $8, I, I felt like it needed a shout out because it, it seems like something special. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, it looks really good. I was looking at the the games. Looks like really some beautiful hand-drawn stuff. So if you have a kid and you got a Switch, boom, done. Yeah, make that happen. But that gets us to everybody's favorite segment. What you playing? Oh, I've been playing some awesome games because I've been on a plane for hours upon hours upon hours, and I played a bunch of games. I'm very excited to finally talk to you. I wanted to first give an update on This is the Police 2. Okay. Uh, if you remember, I picked this up on Best Buy. It took a few weeks to get here. I have now played hours upon hours of this game. Uh, and I'm not sure if I like it or not um, at all. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I kept... So it's it's such a weird game, and the gameplay is extremely hard to explain because you get into the game, and it takes you in this grid-based sort of XCOM, uh, Mario Rabbids, like you're a bunch of cops and you got a you have a few moves and you can move your character and you can tase people and you can do things and take out the bad guys. And you're like, oh, cool. This is the game. Like, this is what I'm into. You don't get to play any more of those for about four hours. <laughs> um, so the game is a series of cutscenes, comic book style, choose your own adventure path. But the okay, so this is like it just goes into that for like hours and then you get to the main day to day is you're playing this ongoing game that every day you are organizing police officers in the town and uh, bad things will happen in the town. You have to send them out to investigate. And then when they get to the investigation scene, like they'll say, Oh, this person's holding up a store. You'll get there and you have to make decisions. And based on your decision, Either you have to make other decisions like the the bank robber, you know, you know, shot back at you. What do you want to do? And you like tase them or like run away or, you know, smash your car into them uh, and based on the cops you have. So it's kind of a police officer management simulator. But then with really like long cutscenes, it's very I, I don't know. And I can't stop playing it like I'm very confused. And then finally, certain missions types go into that kind of turn-based um grid-based system so it's 
intriguing. And for $15, I'm happy with the production value because like, boy, like there's voiceovers for everything, like that really cool hand-drawn look and feel. Like someone put some time and energy into this game. So for that, I tip my hat, tip it a hat to this is the police too, but I don't know if I like you or not. I'm very confused. Hmm. Hmm. That's not good. That doesn't sound good at all. I don't know. So I'm going to keep playing it and I want to get through it. That's my my mission because I, I, I think I'm enjoying it. I'm not positive. I think I am. Okay. Yeah. Well, keep us posted. Yeah. Um, one other little tidbit that I picked up. I like to browse the deals. You know, you like to browse the deals? Yeah. Always looking at deals. I picked up a, a pirate game. I was like, pirates, that okay. sounds cool. That's good. Yeah. And the game is called. I think I know the game you picked up and I've, I've, I'll just get, yeah. It's called pirates all aboard. Did you buy this game? <laughs> uh, no, I did not buy that game. <laughs> so, <it's> called... <laughs> so I'm thinking of pirates all, the, all aboard. It's like multiplayer and you get a ship. And I was like, oh, I wanted to play CFDs. I could play pirates all aboard. And Pirates All Aboard is like a dollar fifty game, and it's worth about a dollar fifty. And uh, <laughs> and so I'm not mad at it. That's the thing is I'm not mad at it straight up. So I picked it up, and I got really excited. You you go in and you can pick from three different ship types, and you go around. And you, I was playing offline, so I go, I'll play offline, and I just kind of go around. And I'm in practice mode. In practice mode, you can shoot left, forward, and different pickups, and you try to take out all the enemy ships. Like cool, that that's a pirate game. I get it. Um, mm-hmm. then I'm like, Oh, I'll play, like, I'll, I'll play online. There's a multiplayer section. There's no online multiplayer, only local. What, what is this? Oh, oh terrible. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I was so upset. I'm like, this is now, now I'm never going to play this game. Um, there isn't. And then I got excited because in the practice mode, I'm spending way too much time on this game. It doesn't even deserve it. But I, um, I was like, oh, practice mode. Well, you die once and you have to start over again. And there's nothing fundamentally terrible. Like the graphics are like, okay for a $1.50 game. You could play it on mobile, I guess. Uh, but yeah. I went into the endless mode because I was like, oh, endless mode. Like there's like hordes of ships and all this stuff. No, it's like a runner. Like you're a ship and you're going north. Just you're constantly going north really fast and avoiding sharks. I'm like, what is happening in this game? Like, this is not even the game. I was like, I'm so confused. Oh man. Yeah. That's... So worth worth the dollar. <laughs> no, not worth the dollar. Not even worth the dollar. <laughs> I'm so upset at it. I don't know. Yeah. Anything good then? Because that's two two strikes. No, I don't think. I think that pirate. No, I'm sorry. I think that this is the police. I believe I'm happy with, I'm not sure, but I mean, I did play it for like six or seven hours, Michael. So, Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. That's it. Um, so for me, I, 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 I was away this week and, and I didn't have great internet. So a lot of the games that I, I wanted to start playing, you know, um, are some of the single player games that it just don't require any, any online. And one of those that I jumped back into, which is so difficult is the video kid. Uh, I think we had talked about it before. It's just sort of this eighties retro, very, very much paper boy game. Um, just so special. Like you're basic playing is, um, Marty McFly and he's on a skateboard. He's throwing VHS tapes into people's mailboxes. And all along the way, you're seeing all kinds of iconic 80s 
just things popping up. You know, you got Michael Jackson that you have to avoid. He's doing like a spin. And then there's the A team on a car that goes driving by with cops chasing them. And it's just, it's, it's hilarious. It's awesome. And it's actually extremely distracting because the entire time I'm looking for that, that next thing, like the Ninja Turtles pop out of a manhole and then go back down. So there's just a lot of really awesome stuff to look at. And it will, it's the game is not forgiving at all. If you screw up in the slightest, that's it. And you have to start from the beginning again. I can now get three quarters of the way through the level. Um, I'm almost able to beat it. And I, 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 I get the impression it's one level. It just, it's impossible to get through. Um, and there's some cheap stuff that happens. Like you have to play it once to see, oh, that's a cheap spot because then you can avoid it you know what i mean like the game does it on purpose it's meant to be like an old school arcade where you just have to keep pumping in quarters um so it's very difficult very very fun very well done awesome game i highly recommend it then i also played death road to canada a little bit of that again also extremely difficult i never can last more than like two days in this game um everybody i team up with seems to be terrible and they just get me killed so i'm just having a heck of a time getting through i I always make the wrong decision it seems like every every decision is the wrong decision then i bought robonauts a while back because it was on sale and i think you and i may have talked about it and so i was like you know what i've got this on there i'm i gotta i gotta try playing this a little bit and um it's it's okay i played it for exactly a little bit and then i was like i'm all right i'm gonna move on to something else now i'm, I'm happy i tried that basically robonauts is is like an arcade shooter i guess maybe a platformer i'd call it where you're this little robot and you land on this planet and you can it's not a big planet you can run around it and you can kind of see the entire planet almost in the screen and you're trying to kill these bad guys but you can jump and like jump out of the gravity to other planets that are kind of orbiting just outside of your view. And that's how you play the game. Like you keep kind of like puzzling your way through killing bad guys. And then it portals you to some new spot. It's, it's not bad. It's just not good. It's not like that interesting to me. I kind of got bored with it after a little bit. Um, I think maybe it's better for, for, for maybe younger kids. I don't, I don't know what the art the audience is exactly. Cause it's not like a puzzler, it's not a great platformer. Um, beautifully done. It looks awesome. It's super colorful. And I like sort of the Wally robot that's in it or what, whatever Wally's friend there, Eve. Um, that's exactly what it reminded me of. But the game was kind of meh. It wasn't wasn't anything for me. Hmm. Then my my usuals, Dra- uh, Dragalia Lost, I, I've been playing that still. I really, really enjoy that. Another event just ended and another one's about to start. And I and I love that they keep doing that. And then Fortnite. Fortnite has so much going on. Like I said, I was away from internet, so I kind of I didn't I'm I'm behind. And when I turned it back on, there's all kinds of craziness happening now. Like there's zombies you're trying to kill and Halloween stuff, decorations everywhere. It's it's amazing. The the fact that this is a free game. And they just support it so much. And every time they do something, it's out of the park. Like it's not, it doesn't feel janky. It doesn't feel like anything. It's, it's just so well done. And I was, I I was playing before we came on the podcast and you, you jump into this farm area and you're running through the barn. And then this barn is decorated to be like a Halloween 
you know horror night type barn and there's like like things are jumping out and it's just so so good and i just love i'm excited for christmas now because i want to see what they do for it i love (laughs) when games do any sort of seasonal stuff and i'm just really amazed that you know epic is supporting this game so much and i mean i know it's making them a ton but it's just crazy it's like it's a free game you can download this and play all this stuff for for nothing and not contribute any money to it it's it's pretty impressive it's super impressive it it seems like that update is getting lots of publicity. It seems like they did a very good job with it compared to our friends over at Paladins, which I'm still playing. I'm still in. Don't worry. Still playing the Paladins. Uh, but I hope that they update soon and do something that doesn't try is to it losing take... its steam for you a little bit. Uh, a tiny bit just because I was on the road. You know, I wasn't always around. I'm still kind of still getting those quests and whatnot. Um, I don't know. We'll see how long I keep it up. It's hard for me to keep going any game for a long time uh, sure. and just in general. I have to be really into yeah. it. I mean, I, I looked back and I did I did buy the Robo, the Robo Knots. Uh, I think you and I mm-hmm. both did. I mean, I'm flipping through the 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 game sales right now. And, and if people are listening, I want to uh, make you aware that you should flip through these. And there are some games that, like I didn't even know came out that are on sale. So, for instance, like Golf Story is like under 10 bucks, um, which is amazing. I own it, which is awesome. Night in the Woods, 12 bucks, 40% off. Um, the Death uh, Death Road to Canada, phenomenal game. I own it. $9, 40% off. Wizard just, of Legend. Just be aware, it's hard. Yeah, that's true. It is hard. Wizard of Legend, 20% off. That's rare. Um, uh, what else is in here? D- Mummy Demastered, which I think I might pick up, which like based off the mummy, but apparently it's amazing. Uh, Way Forward made it. Uh, Yoku's Island Express is in there. Shantae is in there. Fury is in there. Just uh, Shapes and Beats is in there. Um, Guns, Gore, and Cannoli. Battle Chasers, 30% off. The Gardens Between, remember that game? 20% off. There's so much good stuff in here. I just want to spend all my money. And in fact, Michael, yeah. I did spend all my money, but on physical games because Best Buy had a deal <laughs> on uh, some games and I picked up Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, Resident Evil Revelations Collection, and Yoku's Island Express. They were a little bit more than the digital downloads, but they were like 30 or 40% off. So I picked up all those for about, I think it was like 40 bucks, 20 bucks and 20 bucks. I couldn't pass it up. So next week I'll get back, but I do want to chime in with one last thing that I played, Michael. Okay. I played a little game that I don't know how to pronounce uh, because it's very, it's weird. What else is new? (laughs) I I think it's called Demo or Demo, Demo, Demo. Mm-hmm. D-E-E-M-O. There's a demo of Demo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, D-E-E-M-O. This is, I didn't know what it was. It has really cool uh, style to it. It is a music rhythm piano game. Oh, boy. All the things that I love. Rhythm, music, <laughs> anything, pianos. even if it's a pianos. I love pianos. This is a game that um, comes from mobile, but they've optimized it for the Switch to play with the touchscreen or with physical controls. Uh, there's in-app purchases for all the stuff, but you unlock everything um, with it. I, you play the demo, it's five songs, and you can play them over and over again, which is very cool. Um, is very well done. I very much enjoyed it with the touchscreen. Um, in general, the, the the digital or the the mobile app has five million downloads, right? So it's pretty pretty up there uh, just for android alone so if you like rhythm games check out that demo of, of demo the demo whatever it's called um it's <laughs> it's got really cool art style all hand-drawn weird it's weird 
and I like it. Um, cool. That's it. That's it. We got a lot of good stuff and some not so good, but a lot of good stuff yeah. for people to play. So yeah. I'm, I think that's great. Yeah, there you go. Well, Michael, enjoy your Halloween, giving all that candy out to the kiddos. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> right, that's it. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. You can follow us everywhere on the internet at Dispatch Podcast. Uh, of course, you can follow me at James Montemagno, at MS Revet. You can find this podcast and plus hands-on reviews, previews, blog posts, contests, all that stuff over on our website, nintendodispatch.com. And make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast application. So until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch. <laughs>